What's the worst day you ever had in your business? I can name a few. I was a five-time award-winning entrepreneur who burned out because I couldn't give up control of anything in my business, whether it was because I thought I could do it faster or because I thought I couldn't afford it. I just refused to let anybody else in. Consequently, the business turned from a dream goal into a job I hated and I didn't know what to do anymore. In 2015, I closed my business, walked away, and started a whole new life. But I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up after that. And I realized that what I really love to do is marketing. I love to talk about marketing and create marketing and teach other people how to create value-based marketing initiatives that talk to their customers. I've done it for corporations, for entrepreneurs like you, bloggers, and everybody in between. I'm here to help you create your dream empire that gives you the freedom to create your life the way you want to do it. My name is Megan Brain. This is Stop Sucking Your Business. Let's go. Hey guys, Megan here. And today I want to talk about pricing your products. I know that it can be something that people struggle with. I have definitely struggled with it throughout both product and service-based products when it comes to pricing things. So I want to talk about a couple of different things to consider when you are creating pricing for your products, how much you should charge, wholesale costs, things like that. Now, first, if you want to just skip right through it, I have a fantastic spreadsheet that I use with calculations called Pricer, and I'll link to it below. And Pricer can do all the auto calculations for you once you enter in all of your materials and things like that. It's been very useful for me, and I absolutely recommend it for you if you are trying to make sure that you are developing products at a profitable rate. So first thing I want you to consider when you're thinking about how to price your products is your cost materials. So that includes packaging, stickers, ribbons, the materials, you know, like whether it's fabrics or wax or wicks or whatever, whatever kind of thing that goes into making a complete product that's what you have to consider. Also, if you're a service-based person, then you should also think about the apps or the tools that you're using to deliver this for your clients. So something like, um, I use a service called DPD, which is digital product delivery, and it costs me, I think, 15 bucks a month or something, and that is a cost that has to be included. And also, um, as well as my hosting and the, you know, Elementor or whatever I'm using to build the sales page for that service. Those all have to be included in my cost, my raw good, raw cost materials, I guess. Uh, next is packaging. And when I, I talked before about raw cost materials, but when packaging, I'm thinking about shipping packaging. So what it takes to like the cost of envelopes of labels of shipping of your um time to go to the post office or schedule a pickup or whatever costs come along with that those all need to be factored in as well number three is your salary you need to pay yourself first and i know that that is easier said than done when you're developing costs because sometimes you feel like I'm going to be charging too much. No one's going to pay for this. And we'll cover that in a second. But so I'll just kind of take whatever's left over from the profits. And I feel like that is a 
it's a, a road that leads you to ruin if you don't account for the cost. You have value, you have worth, you should be charging accordingly for that. And that's a mindset thing that I think a lot of people deal with. I deal with that a lot with my clients when I do coaching. And also we cover that a lot in my live streams, which I do in my Facebook group. And if you want to join, I'll leave a link below so that you can come check it out. I'd love to see you there. But make sure that you are factoring in the cost of you into this product. You know, you have, like I said, you have value, but you are an expert. You should be charging for that knowledge, even if you don't feel like you're an expert. The fact that you have manifested and created this tangible or intangible thing means you have gone above and beyond to solve someone's problem and you should be compensated for that. So when you're thinking about your salary costs in a product, you can think about the time that it takes you to create each individual soap or widget, whatever it is, or you can think about your overall yearly, monthly, weekly salary, however you want to fit it, and what you plan, what you forecast your sales to be. So let's say you have a weekly salary of $1,000, just for simplicity's sake. So if you want to be paid $1,000 every week from your business, then you have to factor in, okay, I think I'm going to be able to sell eight of these rings every week. So if I want to break that, I'm not going to do the math here because <laughs> my brain will die, but this ring times eight means that I need to sell or I need to charge a thousand divided by eight to account for my salary. Now, if that seems like astronomical to you, like there's no way people are going to pay that much for just my salary, never mind all the other costs that come along with this, then you need to either sell different things, raise your prices, and change your customer base accordingly, or you need to readjust your expectations. Or sell more. That's just the easiest way to do it, right? But don't let the fear of charging too much for this ring deter you from getting paid. No one is going to be able to afford a ring that doesn't exist because you can't spend the time and the money developing it because you still have other bills to pay and this ring isn't paying your bills. Does that make sense? So Next is overhead and overhead is everything else that goes along with that. So rent or mortgage, if you're working from home, um, utilities, car, mileage, whatever, anything that comes into play with running your business has to be factored in to the cost of materials. Now, in terms of like percentages of that, that's up to you. That's how, however you feel like you need to factor in, I was going to say pad the price, but I don't mean it that way. I, but I hope it's still coming across as what I mean. Like in terms of how much you want to split that across every individual product, that's really up to you to err on a safe side. I usually recommend you take all of your product, all of your overhead costs and add about 1% give or take into your 
cost of product. So if your overhead costs are uh, $50,000, and that includes everything, just anything possible every year, then 1% of, I'm not doing the math, you take 1% of that and add that to every product cost. And that is a li- it's probably going to pad it a little more than you need to, but it's better to be cautious than to be scrambling, right? So now let's talk about the ways that you should think about pricing your products. I think that new entrepreneurs and seasoned to be fair, but will get very anxious about charging the right price for their products. And what I mean by the right price is the full price, the full price of all of the costs that your product or service has. And a good rule of thumb is to take everything, like the amalgamation of all of those costs, raw goods, overhead, your salary, packaging, shipping, all of those things, take all of that and then times it by three. And that is the price that you should be charging retail for your products. Now, if that is a huge shock to you, again, that's a mindset thing. That's not a pricing thing. It's a mindset of people. Other people are charging less for this. So no one's going to buy. Why should I charge more? And it's to your detriment. It's to your detriment to feel that way because no one else has the costs that you have. And if it feels really uncomfortable for you, you need to explore that and kind of dig a little bit deeper. I have a great guide that has journal prompts about how to break through that with money and business. And I'll link to those below, but essentially you really want to think about why am I afraid of this? What, what is the thing that is stopping me from charging the correct price for my product or service? Why am I afraid to do that? And Hey guys, Megan here. One thing before you go, I would love to answer your questions on the next Q&A episode. All you have to do is go to meganbream.com slash askmegan and you'll be redirected to a site to leave your questions for me and hopefully get on the next episode. I do them once a month and I am excited to hear your questions and hopefully help you guys out. Again, it's meganbrame.com slash askmegan. I'll talk to you guys soon. If it feels way too much, if it just feels like I've explored this, I, and it's just, it's too much. I can't like, I either can't break through this or I've broken through, I think, and it still feels too much. Then there are a couple of ways to think about that. You can think about, again, changing your customer base to find a customer base that does understand the value of what you're doing. You can find ways to lower your cost materials. So start buying in bulk or work out a net payment system with your vendors. Think about going to a new vendor, finding cheaper ways to lower the cost. You can, I don't recommend it, but if it really feels tough, you can lower your salary or you can start cutting costs elsewhere, like in your overhead. But cutting costs is not going to work out in the long run. The reason three times your costs overall 
is used is because one, it gives you wiggle room. It gives you wiggle room if you have wholesale pricing that you wanna work or bulk discounts or things like that. It's much harder to work in that kind of relationship with customers, whether it's stores or you know people who are buying a lot from you. It's much harder to work with that when you don't have a lot of wiggle room and when you're only charging 1.5 times your costs or things like that. So when you have three times your costs, you have the ability to work a little bit better in the system and do nice things for people or have wholesale relationships or affiliate link, you know, have affiliate relationships or things like that, where anywhere that is going to, you have the ability to cut your bottom line willingly, if that makes sense. Another reason is that costs fluctuate, right? Costs will always, cost of goods will change. I remember when I was making soap, there was a, how did this go? So I would get like 50 pound, 50 pound, 50 pound buckets of coconut oil, because that was one of the big ingredients of my soaps. And if you want that recipe, that's in beauty biz pro, but it was, it was about a dollar a pound back then plus shipping. So let's say like a dollar or 50 a pound. Then it was, I swear this is true, or at least I know it to be true. There was a chocolate baron who bought up an entire year's worth of futures of coconut oil, which means that for me, my cost skyrocketed. I think it went to like 150 total for 50 pounds. And it was just like, Oh my God, that is, if I hadn't had that three times the padding, I would have lost my ass on that, right? Like my cost for one ingredient went up three times what it originally was. If I had just done like 1.5 times the cost or something, I would have never been able to recoup that. I would have lost money on every product I sold. So that's the reason you really need to factor in all of your costs, making sure they're all accounted for and padding that. If you're listening to this or you're watching this and you're thinking like, that's kind of dickish. Why am, why am I as a consumer paying for something else like that of maybe something will happen? That's another mindset thing. You are paying for the value, not the cost. So we'll get into that in another topic, but I just want to cover that quickly. So like, if this is sort of triggering some sort of kind of feelings of anger or frustration or annoyance, then you, that's going to lead into your own business issues. And that's a mindset thing that, again, we can talk about in another video, but for the sake of brevity, which I, I promise this is brevity, think about the value, not the price this thing solves a problem for you. The solution is valuable enough that it solves a problem, which would cost you more in the long run. Right. And it doesn't have to be tangible costs. So like soaps, I am ranting. I am <laughs> moving on. <laughs> if you want me to ramble more, leave a comment and I will be happy to talk more about this, but Another reason that you need to make sure you're having premium pricing. And what I mean premium pricing, I just mean three times the amount. If you want to talk about even more than that, then that's up to you. But as a baseline, have at least three times your cost. Another reason to have that is that having less 
padding for, I, I can't think of a better word of it, but having less padding means you don't have the ability to grow as fast because you are limited by your profit and a business is created to solve problems and to exchange problem solving for currency. The more currency you have, the more problems you can solve and the bigger your business can grow. It takes money to grow a business, right? You have advertising costs or time or apps or services or coaching or whatever. All of these things cost money because it's the exchange of value for currency. If you have less currency, it's harder to grow. It's slower. It's just more difficult all around because you're going to be scrambling for other options that take you more time, more effort, more energy. Whereas if you were just able to automate it with an app that costs money, you grow faster. Does that make sense? So that's another reason that you really want to think about making sure you are charging the correct price. And what I mean by the correct price is at least three times your total cost. Again, if this is difficult, that's a mindset thing. But also if it's like physically difficult, like mathematically difficult, check out Pricer. Pricer will definitely help you get to the next level and just make it easier for you. Another reason to up your pricing and make sure you are accounting for everything correctly. It's probably not a very popular thing to say, but charging a higher price removes a lot of problem customers for you. I don't know how long you've been in business, but statistically, not only in my own businesses, plural, but in other people's businesses who I've talked to through masterminds or just, you know, shooting the shit, the cheapest customers are the most problematic because they are only looking at the price. Think about, think about Walmart, Walmart versus Tiffany's. You can buy jewelry at both places, but who has the more problematic customers? Walmart. Walmart does every time. I'm sure there's some Karens at Tiffany's for sure, but they are going there for the value. Tiffany's has ridiculous pricing and I applaud them for it. They have like, uh, something ridiculous, some kind of paperweight or some sterling silver paperweight and it is thousands of dollars and it's nothing special. It's nothing like intricate or arty or it's very plain. It's sterling silver, which, you know, precious metal, but not like 18 karat gold or something like they charge what they feel the value is behind it. And people pay for that. People pay crap tons of money to Tiffany's for things that do not cost that much to make. It's all about the value they perceive. And since they understand the value that Tiffany's provides, they're less complainy. Whereas Walmart, and if you shop at Walmart, more power to you, but think about, just think about the difference. Walmart Think about how long their return lines are whenever you go into a store there. Or think about the quality of clothing there. It's cheap. It's, you know, 
doesn't last very long. There's angry people in line all the time. Like it's just, it's a very small mentality, if that makes sense. It's very small and insular and angry and it's focused on price and it's always focused on lowest price. And consequently, it's a lot of shit they have to deal with. Tiffany's, again, I'm sure they have nasty customers occasionally. Overall, there's no people of Tiffany's website. There's a people of Walmart website. There's a difference, right? So that's something I want you to think about when you're trying to think about how to price products. I wish for you to price your products at a rate that helps you grow your business and delivers value to your customers. Don't focus on lowest price. Don't focus on what your competitors are charging. Focus on the costs that you have. And remember, those are raw materials, packaging, overhead, and your salary. Pay yourself first. Pay yourself every sale. You earned it. You are worthy of being paid for that. And I hope that you will. If you have any questions, leave me a comment below. Again, check out Pricer or my journal prompts. They'll be able to help you break through any kind of fears you have or worries about charging the appropriate price. But in the meantime, hope this was helpful. I'll see you next week. Hey guys, one more thing before you go. Could you do me a favor? and leave a review of this episode. It would help me out so much and get the word out to other people. If you could just drop a review, I would really appreciate it.